everyone, and welcome to episode 155 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, The Raz, with my co-host, The Buck, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the interwebs. And this week, Buck, we have a special guest with us. We've mentioned it before, and actually, you've been on the show one time before there, Squatch. Um, you, uh, We talked about my, my bachelor party in an episode. That's all it was, was the episode was like the, the bachelor party. And uh, that was that's the last time you were on the show, but now you're actually here live in person in studio. And thank you for being with us this week. Well, I'm more like studio adjacent. I'm happy to be here. I find you inspiring. The amount of energy that you could bring to any situation, you are my hero, man. And go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Buck, we have a bunch of stories this week sent to us through through many viewers, including friends of the show. Uh, but we're going to start out with one from CNN.com. One killed after teens take turns shooting each other wearing body armor. <laughs> this is coming, like I said, from CNN. One teenager is dead after at least two teens took turns shooting at each other while wearing body armor, uh, said the police in Bellevue, Florida. On April 3rd, the Bellevue Police Department received a call for a shooting at a residence. When they arrived, they found 16-year-old Christopher Leroy Broad Jr., who had been shot. He was transported to a local hospital where he subsequently died. The medical examiner's office said the cause of death was a single gunshot wound to the chest and the manner of death was listed as a homicide according to the uh, probable cause affidavit. During the investigation into the shooting, BPD discovered evidence to prove that Joshua Vining, 17, had shot and killed Broad. Vining was arrested Thursday and charged with aggravated manslaughter of a child with a firearm. Through the investigation, it was determined that Vinning and Broad were taking turns shooting at each other while wearing a vest, which contained a form of body armor. Vinning shot at Broad while he's wearing the vest, and he was struck. Police said that when they arrived, they found Vinning doing CPR on Broad, according to the probable cause affidavit. The second teenager gave police misleading information about the incident and was charged with providing false information to law enforcement. In the affidavit, police said a third teenager told them he recorded both shootings using Snapchat on his iPhone, saving the video of Vinning being shot, but deleted the video of Broad being shot. A technician was able to recover the shooting of Broad. Uh, both Vinning and the second teen face charges providing false information to law enforcement are being charged as adults. CNN has not been able to determine if they're having legal representation at this time and could not reach them for comment. Vinning has posted a $30,000 bond on April 8th, according to the Marion County Sheriff's Office uh, inmate search website. The second teen was charged and released on a $1,000 surety bond on April 8th, according to the county inmate search. Bellevue is located roughly 65 miles northwest of Orlando. Wow. <laughs> what? What? Now, aren't, 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 now, now, Squatch... Correct me if I'm wrong, but even under the like greatest of circumstances, aren't the plates and body armor only like good for like one, maybe two bullets at best? I mean, the fact that they put in there that it was some form of body armor actually leads me to believe that it was more likely to be something they got from like a, a military surplus place, like a flak jacket or something which is really just sand. It's something that's supposed to absorb the impact from shrapnel, not really bullets. But even so, yes, Kevlar degrades. Let's say that it is class three body armor rated for handgun rounds. 
body armor degrades. And if you put consecutive rounds in the same place, it's it's going to get through. Besides which, body armor is a last resort. You're not supposed to wear it to get shot. It is a, a holy shit, let's hope this saves my life. There's still going to be some blunt force trauma, even if it does stop the round. And and if it's level two, I mean, that's not a whole lot better than wearing a few layers of cardboard. Yeah, the level so, and, uh, and no, nobody that and, I know of wears level two except corrections officers. Uh, level three A is stab vest. Uh, I mean, stab vests are better for corrections anyway. Right. Well, level three A are the, the gold standard right now for for body armor, and generally for soft body armor. Yeah, correct. Uh, generally. Uh, they are rated for two shots. When they test out the new vests and they pull ones off the line and check them, they have to withstand two shots. After that, they're, they're, they, they will fail. Uh, and if you hit them in the same spot, it's going to go directly through. The Kevlar is it's remarkable material. It really is. And, and if you ever uh, see in slow-mo how it works with a bullet, it, it is, it's really phenomenal that we came up with something that is just fibers that, that do this. But... The uh, when they they check them, they have to withstand two shots, and that's it. So the whole the whole concept of going go back and forth, and I and, and like Squatch said, I severely doubt this was a three A vest. Um, they cost upwards of a thousand dollars. So yeah, my body armor is like two thousand bucks. Yeah, and I and I it's it's ridiculous the amount that that costs. So it, most likely they went to a, an army surplus shop and they got. Some kind of like West German flak jacket or something. <laughs> or Vietnam era sandbag. Right. Yeah. It's, and it's ludicrous you know, that, that, that we have kids that think that this is, you know, oh, let's get some views on the on the YouTube or or let's put this on Snapchat and see what our friends have to say because we're badasses that are gonna shoot each other with daddy's gun, you know, with sandbag protection. That's the other thing too. I kind of, no, I kind of want. I, I, I'm wondering what gun they use because most body armor is also only rated for handguns. It's not rated for for long rifles. So I'm really curious what kind of gun they use too. Uh, I'm not. I'm not because I don't want to glorify this. I don't want other people to go out and try to emulate this in any way, shape, or form. I mean, this is just this is Darwinism or Darwinianism at its finest. This is. You know what? If I say to you, hey. Rats, shoot me in the fucking chest. Let's see if my body armor works. If it doesn't, I kind of deserve what I get. <laughs> you know, that's it's it's the same rationale that like if you're jumping out of a plane and your parachute fails, you've got the rest of your life to figure it out. It's that that's <laughs> hey, can, hey, well, but fuck, at the same fuck. time, can, can you can you jump out of an airplane without a parachute? Once. Yeah. Once. <laughs> Once. <laughs> Every parachute is guaranteed to work one time. So I don't want to sound heartless. I mean, these are kids. And this is a tragic incident because these are not, we're not talking about rational thinking adults. The prefrontal cortex has not developed. They're not clearly engaging in sound mental reasoning and logical thought processes. These are kids who had one opportunity to make a good sound decision and whether physiologically or psychologically they were capable of it. And now it's resulted in the tragic loss of life. And it hasn't just ruined this kid's life, but also his buddy's life. Because I guarantee, I mean, he was there trying to save his friend's life 
because as soon as it went bang and the blood started coming out, he realized, oh crap, what did I just do? He now has to live with taking his buddy's life and the fact that he wasn't able to save it for the rest of his life. This is ultimately, it's a tragic situation. Well, and then and then they double down and try to like they try to delete evidence off their phone. They give false sure. testimony to the officers. I mean, like they. These, it goes back these, to that same juvenile thought process, though. Of course, of course it does. Of course it does. I'm just I'm just magnifying the fact that they really, really messed up. And you know, for clarification purposes, you know, Squatch, you know, you speak from. Quite a quite a big scope of professional experience on this, uh, do you not? I mean, I've got some experience with with firearms with, sure. with, and right. with the tragic sequelae or the tragic sequelae of uh, firearm related accidents. Exactly, you have you have experience with these things, so you know you're not you're not speaking as a layperson would be. No. So uh, uh, you know, I mean, now given the fact that this is Florida. I should I shouldn't even qualify that by saying Florida, given the fact that this is now 2022. I'm just wondering how many other mind altering substances were were in there. Like, I think they're they seven. I, hey, I think they're Florida, so there was a meth. I but. think they're 17. No. I don't think you need them. Nope, no, no. I, I, I mean, this, this teenage is, this is its own play- brand of stupid. Yeah, this is play stupid games, win stupid prizes, and yeah. you know what? The grand I mean, the grand prize was achieved. Yeah, unfortunately, I that mean, grand prize gets to be shared by the families and the friends and and the survivors. So, either way, you know, I think uh, I, what 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 do we got next up in the gallery of rogues here, Raz? We got a different. I didn't mean to like make that a whole downer there. Yeah, been... I mean, this is this is a com- <laughs> this is just a comedy. What the hell? Uh, I know. I took that in like a very dark direction, like bringing the reality of the world to it. Sorry. <laughs> so we're gonna go with a different kind of stupid. How about me, Georgia man arrested after he commented on Sheriff's Office's Facebook post listing most wanted fugitives. <laughs> this is coming from Insider.com. A police arrested a Georgia man who commented on a social media post to the local Sheriff's Office asking why he wasn't on the area's most wanted list. Christopher Spalding <laughs> commented on a news release posted on Facebook by the Rockdale County Sheriff's Office on Tuesday, which listed the most wanted fugitives in the area. Spalding, who did not make the list, asked officers, how about me, under the comment section on the post. According to the release, the Rockdale Sheriff's Office re- replied to Spalding's comment on Thursday, saying, you are correct, you have two warrants, we are on the way. <laughs> Rockland police apprehended Spalding on Thursday. He had two active warrants for violating probation, according to a police statement. Our top ten is compiled based off the severity of the charges only. But not being on the list doesn't mean our fugitive unit is not looking for you if you have an active warrant, said the Rockland County Police. (laughs) 1,000%. You move to the head of my list when you throw down the gauntlet. Like, that's what I do. I I do warrant fugitive. That's like 90% of what I do professionally is I track down bad guys. But when they throw down the gauntlet, when they do something to bring themselves to my attention, or when they're like, you're not going to catch me, guess what? (laughs) Your hours of freedom are limited. Your minutes may be limited. (laughs) Because it's probably just a matter of how long is it going to take me to drive to you. Because no matter, especially if you're on the run, if you're on the run, you're super easy to find. The people that I have the hardest time finding are the people that are just like completely going about living their day-to-day lives. They are not even aware of the fact that they're wanted. Go on the run, I will find you. 
Yeah, uh, Throw down the gauntlet, uh, I will find you first, like before <laughs> anybody else. But, but Squatch, Squatch, in all fairness, I mean, like, you know, could is wouldn't it just be easy to mistake top 10 for only 10? I mean, like, that's probably... <laughs> These are the 10 we're after this week, folks. Because he didn't want to be left out. The guy didn't want to be left out. He's like, hey, I don't want to miss the bus. I want my seat on that county van. Dude, Absolutely. It's FOMO, the man. FOMO, man. Fear missing out. That's what yeah. this guy's up. <laughs> that's just great, man. Like, talk about an easy fucking day. Like, think about it, man. Like again, you you serve warrants. That's that's what you do. If somebody just comes out there and says, well, "What about me?" You know, yeah, Squatch, sure, goes, Scott, Squatch goes ching. <laughs> yes, <You're> probably pop <laughs> in the back. I have room. Area, like well, not only that, it's on the area's Facebook page. You don't even have to travel far to go get this guy. Now I will say this: there is a certain kind of notoriety. In my local area where I work, uh, we have two counties that are adjacent to one another and a local free circulated, you know, it's a, it's a uh, an advertisement-based circular with, like, all of the local wanted ads. And, and, and you get it. You do get it whether you want it or not. Whether you want it or not. Uh, and and the, the county sheriff's offices for these two adjacent counties both publish in their their most wanted list, which it's not necessarily even by severity. It's just by, oh, these people's names came up for whatever this week, or, or they're listing them alphabetically. One county does it alphabetically. The other one is just like a random pool of like five pa- five faces that they'll put up on either side of, you know, like the, the center spread open sheet in the circular. There is a certain notoriety that comes along, like like the 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 offenders, the defendants that get listed in the most wanted section. They love it. There is something about it that's like, hey, did you see me in the in the the the? I almost said the name of the circular. I don't want to do that, but did you see me in the paper? I got my picture in the paper. I'm like, yeah. Now you're in my car. You know, I get to see you in we, person. Uh, do you want me to ask for an autograph? Like it, what? It's funny because you know we would uh, when we. Buck and I worked in the that same pl- area in a prison, and the way when we we get the newspapers every day, and then the inmates would always clamor up. They come up and line up so they get their turn with the newspaper. But before they fucked with the newspaper, they wanted that circular because they wanted to check and see who was in the wanted incident. <laughs> oh yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, they did. There the, used to the... be pulls on that shit. The family members, though, I can go out and, and I don't really keep track of what, who appears in the in the little paper because it's just, you know, everybody's wanted in the sooner or later. I'm going to get to you. But I, I can come knocking on somebody's door and talk to mom or dad of uh, of my fugitive. And they're like, yeah, did you see my boy's picture in the paper? I'm like, you're proud of this shit? Like, this is <laughs> this is your family's claim to fame. Well, yeah, oh, Jimmy got the newspaper. Yeah, it's over. I put it on. You know, I put it on the refrigerator. Look. <laughs> I've seen it. I have seen it. I have walked into somebody's house and been asking them about their fugitive child. And they're like, yeah, you see that? Yeah, I do. Like, cool. Scrapbook? All right. Guys, I'm not going to put any more to it. We don't have to go into context. It's just that this definitely goes along with what we were just talking about. I'm going to say two 
two things to you. And based on your reaction, people will absolutely know that that the this this is just bring our whole point to a head. Are you ready? Glacken Rexroth. <laughs> you, you, know you can't say that. We gotta edit that out. Like, no, I can say. No, that's public record. <laughs> I mean, yes, but come on. My reaction no. to that, that was not a professional reaction. I should just be like, yes, I'm familiar with those names. <laughs> no, but but that's just that just brings it to a head. There are some people. Uh, uh, who, one of those, who, actually, both of those families, I have uh, arrested at least three generations. At least three generations. And, and Raz and I have had to strip search them. And that's <laughs> okay. just... And, and, and that's just it at the end of the fucking day. Okay, there's some people, there's some people who are proud. When it's we, almost like an accomplishment. It's like a notch on their fucking little axe hand. Buck, when we opened the new prison and we moved all the inmates from the old prison to the new prison, it was not considered to be officially opened until one of the sergeants was able to book in a Glacken. Probably <laughs> yeah. I think it was. Oh, yeah. uh, I think I know which one it was too. I think it was the one that uh, had the the tattoos spelled wrong and stuff. But yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it had to have been Steve. No, it probably was. And you're and now now you're talking the guy with the tattoos spelled wrong. That was a Harpine. Same family. Oh yeah, they're all related. They're all related. Same family. Not, yeah, but listen, man. Listen, man. Okay. Whether it's Chihuahua or Golden Retriever, yeah, they're both still dogs, but they're still very fucking different. Okay, all right. I was just talking bloodlines. Okay, we're 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 going down a rabbit hole of of like yeah. in, inside jokes of inside jokes here. So let's let's <laughs> let's get off of these. Uh, let's go to uh, clickondetroit.com. Dearborn man charged in anti-Semitic incident has been revoked bond after mooning judge. <laughs> <laughs> a Dearborn man has been charged with ethnic intimidation after an anti-Semitic incident took place on an Oakland County synagogue and has been, had his bond revoked on another case. On Tuesday, Hassan uh, C-H-O-K-R. Wait, 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 wait. A Middle Easterner that doesn't like Jews? I know, go figure. Uh, Hassan Choker? C-H-O-K-R. I'm going to say Choker. Uh, was in front of a Wayne County judge for an emergency bond hearing on separate charges. And Choker sealed his own fate after another disrespectful courtroom outburst. During the emergency bond hearing, Choker mooned the judge who released him on bond two and a half years ago on a felony charge in Dearborn. Mooning the judge is one of two disrespectful acts that Choker has done within 24 hours. On Monday, the Dearborn man flipped off the judge with his middle finger. <laughs> And whatever. Uh, Wayne County 3rd District Court Judge uh, Regina Thomas released Choker on a $10,000 bond in a case where he ended up charged with assault with a deadly weapon and assaulting a police officer. That case, at the height of COVID, came at the result of an angry outburst at the Islamic Center of America on Ford Road, where he was allegedly assaulted a female volunteer and ended up with Dearborn police chasing him down the street as he carried a gun. He assaulted a police officer. Uh, case has yet to go to trial. I understand his bond is $1 million in Oakland County. I don't know if he can make that, said Thomas. <laughs> For Joker's re most recent case, he is facing two felony counts of ethnic intimidation, has a bond set at $1 million. The Dearborn man is to remain in Oakland County Jail. 
Okay. He just drops I, trowel I and moons the judge. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You're releasing me on Bond? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Dude. You when know... you tell the, the person that's in charge of your freedom, <sighs> look at my butt. Like, here's my brown eye. I mean, maybe so, maybe he thought she was into it. I don't know. <laughs> maybe he thought it'd help is, his case. <laughs> and you no, know, I'm not we, trying to kink shame here. He could just be into that. It, that could be how he, whatever. Are, he are we talking? Up. Are we talking about a Jewish judge? Is that Ooh, that could be a that thing? What, I mean, maybe is that like is is that what this guy's beef is? Is that like why he's going all all fucking ape shit on this judge? No, he did. He did something at a synagogue. He's just. Yeah, I think he's. Well, just, and you said that this is a female judge. Maybe he's. Uh, I mean, again, this guy. I'm just wondering what his. Pro- I'm just wondering what his problem is with the damn judge. Like, why is he being so disrespectful? Again, uh, well, I'm going to release you on bond. Go fuck yourself, and here's my asshole. Like, what? How does that? It doesn't even compute to me. Because this guy is being the stereotypical uh, uh, Southwest Asian guy. I mean, his issue is, I don't like Jews, and I don't like females. Like, the oh judge my... was a female. Oh, my gosh. So this is, all, this, this is all seemingly pointing down the religious background uh, is it, to, 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 this guy's, to this guy's religious convictions against... against... Or... Or just that he's an asshole, that he wants to be I, a stereotype and an asshole. Oh my gosh! But that, know, that, that I, being I, said, I've met I, people that are just disrespectful to judges because they don't like judges. It's the same reason that I can be driving down the street trying to help someone in the middle of you know doing whatever, completely not taking any enforcement action, but rather trying to assist somebody in the community, and some random person will be like, "Fuck you, pig." Okay, great. Appreciate it. I think it's important to note on this, by the way, that just because stereotypes exist doesn't mean that all people of Middle Eastern descent or all people that practice Islam are assholes. No, that's what I'm saying, that this guy is trying to be the stereotypical asshole. No, I'm 100% not saying that. What I'm saying is it's the same as somebody lumping together, oh, because there are white cops who are prejudiced that must mean that all white cops are prejudiced that's not true it's like saying that you know because you're an inner city dwelling person that you must be a criminal again not true the guy's just trying to live up to the stereotype if i live on college street or college uh, 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 whatever in in the city of york does that mean college place in york does that mean that i smoke crack cocaine no but it does mean you can buy it there. <laughs> it does mean it, it does mean you are crack cocaine adjacent. <laughs> yes, there you go. Okay, let's go to uh, globalnews.ca. A British Columbia teacher showed second graders R-rated horror film and then had them copy Bible verses. <laughs> A former Delta British Columbia elementary teacher has been disciplined for a series of infractions, including showing R-rated horror film Halloween to grade two students. Uh, Cindy Cindy Chi-Ching Tong resigned her position on April in April of 2021, according to a a consult. I'm sorry, a consent resolution agreed to 
through the teacher's regulation branch on Tuesday. The decision lays out a string of incidents that occurred between October of 2020 and February of 2021, which she was teaching a class of Delta second graders. During that time, Tong regularly showed her students movies, a number of which were PG-13, including Iron Man 3 and Doctor Strange. She also showed the uh, class the first film in the Halloween franchise, which is rated R, meaning it is restricted viewers 18 years of age and over. Some students reported feeling frightened after watching the movie. At one point, a learning support teacher told Tong she should only show G-rated films, but the following day, Tong showed the class the PG-13 rated The Avengers. The decision also recounts how Tong recounted stories of her past to the children, including telling them how she had been a bully in elementary and high school. She told the students she made a student eat an orange rind and had smeared dog feces on a student's locker. She also told students she had punched someone in high school and had run away from home. Tong distributed nature notebooks to students, which included Bible verses in them, and a and at Christmas, she had them copy the Bible story of the enunciation <laughs> due to the journals, according to the decision. The decision also notes several concerns about Tong's teaching methods. Students reported feeling Tong played favorites, giving some freedoms and more enjoyable tasks. When assigned homework through Google Classroom, she identified which students had easy homework and which students had hard homework meaning parents could see which students were stronger academically than others. It also found that Tong had not, not, did not have daily lessons plans and would assign worksheets to students without first teaching them the subjects. If students didn't understand what they were being taught, she would appear visibly frustrated, leading some kids to feel afraid as a result. In concluding... Uh, she failed to establish a positive learning environment, use materials that were not age-appropriate, and failed to model respectful behavior expected of an educator. As a result, Tong was to serve a one-day suspension and must complete inclusive learning environments courses through Queen's University. If she fails to do That's so... That's how hard it is to get rid of a teacher. Yeah. If she fails to do so, the decision says the teaching license could be suspended. She's getting suspended for one day! For a day. She gets a day this, off. This is one of the biggest fucking problems that I have with unions. This is one of the biggest problems that I have with a fucking union, man. I'm telling you, the teachers' union, the teachers' union is outright defending this this person. I'm going to say like, that it depends on the union. Uh, it depends on the place. But, but the horrible teachers... Uh, so I'm married to an educator, and horrible teachers are unfortunately the rule, not the exception. Uh, my wife is the exception. You know, she is not a horrible teacher, uh, but she works with plenty of people who are. She works with people who were bullies in school, so they wanted to go back to school to relive their bully days. Hey, you guys want to you want you want to lose the top of your heads right now? I was actually offered a teaching position recently. <laughs> Whoa! I mean, you're kind of a bully. I get it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm a real bully, all right. Uh, no, they, they, they are so desperate, so desperate for teachers in the state that I'm in. You can get an emergency teaching certificate by having a pulse. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I, I've taught adults. I've never taught children, but I, I've been told that I, if I needed to uh, change professions, I could go over to the middle school or the high school uh, probably within a week and be a teacher. I taught middle school once. You don't want to do it. <laughs> But yeah, I, I would get an emergency teaching license 
and I could teach for two years without before I had to obtain my actual teaching license. Or if I didn't do it, I just get moved to a different class and start over again. That's a thing. And but you know, wow. With what Buck was saying, you know, I was in two unions. I was a I was a member of AFSME and I was a member of the Teamsters. Uh, with AFSME, I was actually our our shop secretary and I was a shop steward. And I absolutely despised it. I absolutely despised it because I'd get called up to to the office because somebody was getting put under investigation, and I knew they were guilty of sin. I knew they were guilty as sin, and I had my job was to go in and defend them, and I just. I, I couldn't do it in a lot of cases. I would look at the person, and as soon as I saw who it was, I'd say, you want somebody else. I'm not going to be adequate in defending you because I'm not going to give it the zeal and, and whatever this, uh, that another now, Stuart might. Now, now uh, on the flip side of that coin, though, unions do do a good job because if you don't, if you, uh, you may or may not remember this, but when I actually got married to my first wife, I got fired. Immediately. Immediately. I returned from my honeymoon and I I showed up to work and Lieutenant looked at me and was like, What are you what are you doing here? It's like what do you what what do you mean what am I doing here? I'm showing up for work. She's like, You 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 were terminated. I was like, What? Are you kidding me? Yeah, because you married another officer. I was like, What? Yeah, it was. I I couldn't believe it. And my union steward uh, looked at me and was like, uh, "I don't know how we're gonna fix this, but we're gonna fix this." And he looks at me and he goes, "Wait, aren't you senior?" I was like, "Yeah, by like six months." And he went, "Go home, have a good night's sleep. You might get another day off, but we'll get you back. We'll, we'll get you back paid for it." <laughs> I'm not even worried about that. He goes, I'm not even worried about this now. He goes, he goes, if they wanted to fire somebody, they should have fired her. Then we wouldn't have been able to do anything. He goes, but they fired you. I was like, all right, man. You know, the union went to bat for me. I ended up keeping my job because of the union. But, you know. There's a, there's a weird catch-22 in the whole hierarchy, you know, with the, with the uh, fraternization rules. Like, even in the military. It's illegal for, say, a commissioned officer and an enlisted person to date or be involved in a romantic uh, uh, situation, but not to be married. Like, you can go right to the altar, 1,000% okay. And regardless of whether it's commissioned and commissioned or enlisted and commissioned, enlisted and enlisted, if it's in the chain of command, it's still taboo. Like, you should not be, uh, you know, pooping where you ate. But at the same time, you can marry that way. And the worst consequence is going to be that you're going to be removed from one another's chain of command. You'll, you'll go to you know, some other organizational outfit. But there's yeah. no union in the military, right? Oh, no, there's no union. In the <laughs> Absolutely not. It, Are you I sure? I think a union, though, is only as good <laughs> as its stewards. You know, if you have good leadership in the union, then a union can be tremendously beneficial to their members. And if you have poor leadership, then, uh, then that union is only beneficial to its, own member, uh, to its own leadership. And you know how to ensure great union leadership? By sending them to the Poconos every year. 
Sure. That's <laughs> Vegas. Couple Vegas trips. No, no, no. We our our union never did Vegas, but we definitely sent our 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 union leaders went up to the Poconos, and they came back so happy, so happy. Our union was great too. I'm but either way, no fraternization well, on there. We, but 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 we've gone way off fucking task here. This woman is an educator, man. What the fuck is she even doing showing Halloween to a bunch of second graders? Oh, right. Dude? That's what we were talking about. Right, so, right, right. Horror movies, right. <laughs> I mean, the horror movie is one aspect, and it's like, okay. No, 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 dude. We're talking this, about the, Halloween. What we're actually getting to, though, is that this woman is a bully. She's a bully that went back to where she was happiest being a bully. But... She's showing Halloween to a bunch of second graders. Like okay, but okay, after she did, right, she had right, right down Bible verses, so it was like penance, maybe. <laughs> Is that what it was? Oh, I'm sorry, man. I showed you something horrible. Let's write about Jesus. Don't don't you get me started. Don't you dare get me started on that squatch, because I'll tell you what, right now I got a huge motherfucking problem with that one, buddy. Actually, I have a, we're, we're not going to go down that route because I know that you and I have diametrically opposed views on religion. However, what I am more curious about is what verses, like what specifically was she having them copy out of the Bible? That's true. I mean, because there's some pretty heinous stuff that happens in the Bible. You want a horror story? I mean, maybe the woman just has a thing for horror stories. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I mean... Uh, you know I mean, what? Are we talking there Old that... Testament hatred, or are we talking about New Testament joy? Let me let me tell you, kids. Uh, you know, before you go back home to your mommy and daddy, let me tell you about this kid named Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's just ah. just remember, folks. Do what you're told. Otherwise, just remember, folks. All the pictures we see of Jesus holding a lamb and going, "Oh, this is this is sweet. It's such a nice." This was the man who cursed a tree because it didn't bear fruit for him when he was walking down the road. And also, you know, sometimes you have to, when you ask yourself, what would Jesus do? You got to remember that flipping tables and chasing people around with a whip is not off the table. <laughs> they were money changers and heretics in the temple. Come on now. I'm just you know saying what? it's not and, off the table. And, <laughs> interestingly enough, man, before we switch topics, dude, before we go on to the next article, do you guys realize do you, one thing that everybody thinks was in the Bible but wasn't? You know what that is? White people. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> He's not wrong. Let's take a quick break. And we're back for the second half of the show. And we're going to go straight to fox10phoenix.com. Buck, do you remember, um, I th was it last week or the week before that somebody accidentally, when they were going home, packed their um, their their host cat in the suitcase? Yes. Yeah. The cat was out of the bag. No, it was still in the bag. That was the problem. And it went through TSA. I, I thought it was the cat that was in the, the furniture or something when they moved. Nope. It was, uh, they, so this woman was, um, or this guy rather, was visiting somebody. And the, the cat crawled into his suitcase, and he just zipped it up and went to the airport. Oh, at the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and and it, it went through this. Well, dog accidentally sent through airport x-ray machine TSA sets. 
Make sure you check your luggage before flying this holiday season. You may have some furry stowaways. The transportation. You have to wonder if this was a copycat thing, though. Maybe. The Transportation Security Administration reported that a dog was accidentally sent through an x-ray at Dane County Regional Airport in Madison, Wisconsin this week. Uh, The verified Great Lakes Region Twitter account for the agency reported the passenger and the dog owner did not tell TSA about the dog. Uh, When traveling with your animal, notify the airline and know their rules. At the checkpoint, remove your pet from the bag and send all items, including the empty carrier to be screened in the machine. Let me just point out that there is actually a picture here of it. It wasn't in a dog carrier. It was in a backpack. Okay? Let me just point that out. The TSA has shared a video of how to properly travel with your pets to avoid a situation like this. Last month... Is it wearing a sweater? No. Uh, Last month, a similar situation occurred at John F. Kennedy International Airport in New York when a TSA officer found an orange cat inside of a check bag that went through the x-ray machine. Uh, the Transportation Security Administration spokesperson that the, said the traveler had told officials at the airport the cat belonged to someone else in his household, and he had no idea the cat was inside the bag. A TSA officer was shocked to find an orange cat in the check bag at the airport that it went through the X-Way unit. <laughs> it sounds like a different version of Not My Pants. Truth. On the bright side, the cat's out of the bag and safely back home. <laughs> I can't be in trouble for that cat. That's not even my cat. <laughs> yeah, that's not my cat. <laughs> well, it, that's my buddy's cat. I'm just holding it. Yeah, it, 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 the like uh, the, the cat was a, a, a fun story, and they 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 held on to the cat until the the owner was able to come get it. Um, but you know, the dog, it's, the dog was in a bad. That's why I'm wondering if it's not just like I mean, coincidentally, it just happens. A, a, you know, a week and a half later. Uh, there's, there's a there's a, a an attention getting element to that. Well, no, it, it could also you know be what? it could also be the factor that airports are actually like um, clamping down on the people using uh, emotional support animals as service animals, and we've gone into this in ad nauseum. I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole that we tend to go down with this. An ESA is not a service animal. A service animal is a do- animal that is specifically trained for a specific task to help someone with a disability. An ESA is something that I can just get on the website and download a letter. Uh, it's, it's, it has some, some protections to it, but it is not a service animal. And if you take an ESA on an airplane, you have to pay it as a pet and have to pay its um, passage. And it has to be checked as a pet and go through like the, yeah. Whereas a service... Whereas a service yeah, animal sure. is is able to just go on and they can't charge you for a service animal. Same thing with hotels. Um, the people that just want to take their pets are, are originally were doing the ESA thing. Uh, you are hard pressed to get a doctor to sign off on a service animal, a legitimate service animal. I have paperwork for one of my dogs to be a legitimate service animal. It's not up to par. Uh, as far as me putting it on an airplane at this time, however, is she's still going through training on that end. So I do not use him in that aspect just yet. Um, the The whole concept of trying to subvert laws by the whole ESA thing, it, it ruined the concept of the ESA for so many people. So many people it has been ruined for by assholes. And, you know, Squatch, you're here. I mean, let me... Let me take you to Walmart. 
at any any you pick any time that you're here, any just some point, say let's go to Walmart. I will take you to Walmart, and you will see so many fucking little dogs riding around, yeah. riding around in the fucking basket of a mobility scooter. I I don't even pretend like I I, I love my dog. I spend time with my dog. And if I go to Lowe's, I don't pretend that she's a service dog. She's not, you know, a sworn deputy law enforcement dog. I'm just like, Jessica, we're going to the store, get in the truck. And she goes with me. And if somebody's like, hey, you can't have a pet in here? Okay, well, I could try being like, this dog is not a dog. You know, this is my daughter. I'm not doing that shit, though. The, uh, I mean, it, actually, Lowe's is... Lowe's is... Thing, and then there is people that are just like, I'm going to subvert your rules because I don't like them and I'm going to reject your rules and substitute my want. See, Lowe's is actually a great place to train an animal uh, if you're if you're training a service animal because Lowe's is a pet-friendly store. They do allow animals in the store. Yeah, and, and so Lowe's is great. Uh, Home Depot, same deal. Um, and you can find out, you know... It, I, I, pet stores, but going to the grocery store is not a good idea for your dog. No. no Imagine how expensive not. that could be in the in the butcher section. <laughs> or even the bakery. Right. Now, Buck, you have a legitimate service animal. But, you know, your dog doesn't really go anywhere. Uh, I don't see you trying to take your dog on a plane. <laughs> no. No. And my dog doesn't go anywhere because I don't go anywhere. Like, I, I, I can't really explain it differently than that. I mean, like, the only places I do go, it would be, I could bring my dog, but it would be such a poor, poor decision to make. You know, um, I don't need to make sure that I stay hydrated in the hospital. You know, like, because that's, that's what my dog does for me. She... She can smell me and detect when my body's dehydrated because my urine goes into a bag under my chair instead of into my bladder. And my dog knows when I'm dehydrated and gets in my face and starts like, you know, pawing at me. And she actually is like really good at it. She won't. She, she doesn't give up either. She's a stubborn little shit. And she'll keep at me until I until I start drinking something. I don't need that when I'm at the hospital. I don't need that when I'm in physical therapy. You know, I don't need that when I'm getting an MRI. And those are the things that I typically leave my home for. You know, if I were to travel, I would take my dog. It would be a terrible idea for me not to. You know, I'll go back to, you know, uh, something I was telling you guys about when we were recording the subcoggles of Reddit. My, a caregiver, Katie, and I went to Georgia for a, for, for a wedding. I did not bring my dog. I ended up getting one of the worst UTIs that I can remember having in, in quite some time because my body got dehydrated. I couldn't keep up with it. Couldn't have caregiver Katie keep up, keep up with it. We were at a wedding. And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I'll do my best. I'll do my best. I ended up getting so dehydrated that my body just completely flipped out and got a UTI. And, you know, if I had my dog with me, you know, I wouldn't have gotten de I, I wouldn't have been so dehydrated. So, you know, it, it is it is, you know, kind of like the the handler's responsibility to know when it is a good time to and not to bring your animal along with you. And I think a lot of people, you know, really 
they 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 get a lot of entitlement when they when they put ESA or service animal next to something. And it you know, even even people who have service animals, it's like, you know, what's your dog's service? Do you need that service from your animal in Lowe's? Do you actually need that? You know, people who have a seen eye dog, yeah, you do. People who have a dog with them as an emotional companion because of like PTSD, that you know, uh, that you know, those people need that dog with them all the freaking time. You know, seizure awareness animals, yeah, kind of has to be there with you. My dog to keep me hydrated? No, nope, nope. No. So I will, I will use that as at my discretion. You know. Now let's go back to the story itself, and maybe I'm having an, a senior moment, brain fart, short-term memory lapse, whatever. But there's like a primary difference between the cat story and the dog story. Number one, the cat was like fell asleep in the suitcase while they were packing up and accidentally got packed. Well, I mean, you take I mean, a, if you take a suitcase is, and throw it on your bed with a cat, and you walk a away, a cat for is going to get in it, just like a box. Ten minutes later, there will be a cat in that suitcase. <laughs> Yeah, you'll find cash you never knew that you had because you have an open suitcase. It's a thing. And what kind of what kind of bag was it that the dog was in? It was you in a said backpack. It was a backpack. You said it was a backpack. It was like, and it wasn't a checked bag. That's the other thing. This was someone that was trying to sneak their dog well, hold on. on the airplane in is, a backpack. Is, is it like a legit? Like, can you tell what kind of backpack it is, or is it like a dog backpack? Because I have one of those for my little dog. No, this is a, like a uh, this is like a computer backpack. Oh well, Jesus Christ! They were bringing it as a carry-on, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, this there's, is there's, totally there's, somebody just trying to hide that they had a dog. Oh yeah, that's that. Somebody got the, and they're going to put it through an X-ray machine. They're not going to see it in a fucking X-ray machine. Maybe they're just hoping that the TSA people are going to be like off in La La Land, being goofy you know, know, bureaucrats. The TSA is not exactly the. Um... The cream of the crop when it comes to law enforcement. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I, I mean, they're they're absolutely one hundred percent show. They're they're. It's it's, it's security theater. Theater. Security theater. Security theater. Security theater. That's the word. And I think I'm actually using that phrase from you. Probably because <laughs> I've used it a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're. But. It, if you guys, uh, we've all seen the we've all seen the little videos with the woman that that gets stopped at the door going into the grocery store, and they're like, "Ma'am, you can't bring your dog in here." And uh, they're like, "No, this dog is not a dog." Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Oh, bah, 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 bah. Okay, let's move on here. Uh, next is from FoxCarolina.com. Man arrested after stealing thirteen hundred dollars worth of toothbrushes. <laughs> This is a shorty. Uh, Marathon, Florida. A 37-year-old man has been, <laughs> has been arrested on Monday in Florida after authorities say he stole over $1,300 worth of toothbrushes, toothbrushes from Walgreens. Deputies responded to the Walgreens store around 10.40 a.m. after employees and in-stores uh, witnesses said a man, who officers later identified as uh, Tracy J. Mofield, walked into the store with six I'm sorry, out of the store with six electric toothbrushes without paying. Authorities located the man in a white Lexus. With, in a white Lexus, which sped away. They then located the vehicle again when it, where it stopped. When deputies confronted Mofield, they said he admitted to stealing the toothbrushes before throwing them off the Long Key Bridge. 
Those are some expensive toothbrushes. Yeah, well, I was thinking originally he got like enough toothbrushes for the entire state of West Virginia. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's two hundred and sixteen dollars a toothbrush. I mean, what is it? What's this? Does this thing brush your teeth for you? I mean, you just like look at it and, it, and snap your fingers, and it says, "Yes, sir, I'm on my way," and jumps in your mouth. Maybe it was a toothbrush. Did it have a special guys, attachment? Guys, guys, yeah, you're you're missing the whole point here, man. There is an extremely lucrative and unexploited sector of the black market for fucking toothbrushes. This guy drove away in a white Lexus. Point. That we should start a I mean, toothbrush, toothbrush reseller. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. We can do I bet you we can get that shit on wholesale, man. We wouldn't even have to steal it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but this what is, is this a poor thing? business model. I mean, he's throwing his product off of a bridge. Well, he was being chased by the police, in fairness. Uh, hey, this is all the expense of doing business, man. What you toothbrush? Spend Pay no attention to that shark with the bright, shiny smile. <laughs> Jeez. Where was this? In West Virginia? No, it was in Florida. No, it was in Florida. Uh, well, I'm sorry. You know, Florida... It, it is awfully close to the Bermuda Triangle, but you know the the toothbrush was invented in Florida. For if it were anybody, if it were anywhere else, it would be the teeth brush. But uh, <laughs> anyhow, I wish I had. Oh, I don't. I don't have my soundboard up, or I'd give you the. Button. I was about ready to say. I was about ready to like. I didn't hear the gasp. There was no sigh of discontent. You didn't scoff at me. There was nothing. I did look at like the I expect. I did look at the girl. Yeah, but you know what, man? Your silence is not even audible. Like I heard your neck creak when you put your head down. I thought it was just a normal. Like, God, come on, man! I don't Get have your the sound uh, button hey, back. I, I I have the button. It's just with the with the with the trio on here. I had to. Do this on the fly, and I didn't get a chance to set up the environment the way I like it, okay? Oh, dude, piss poor planning on your part doesn't make an emergency on mine, Raz. Hey, Come hey, on. In fairness, you at least... in fairness, you were in on the betting pool whether Squatch was going to show up or not. Oh. Okay? Wait, I what? Was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum, bum. I think we're caught. Caught nothing. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, you're right. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't place a wager. I did. <laughs> so who lost? Oh man, Sadar, caregiver Katie. I mean, fuck. Like even my brother. Like, no, this, he's not going to show. We we gave a backstory to my brother, and he even said no. Um, my neighbor. He was definitely not on reliable. board. No, actually, you know what? The thing is, I'm making shit up. It was just me, me and Sadar. I mean, in fairness, it seems like every time that I, I'm going to do something, especially involving uh, uh, Rez here, something comes up. Like uh, the last week, last week. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. No, like this was a thing last week. I, uh -oh. I was told suddenly uh -oh. that I had to have a surgery uh -oh. on my arm. And, uh -oh. and that it had uh -oh. to be done before the end of the uh -oh. year. 
And I'm like, no, I am not going to be the guy that does not show up. Oh, this fumes, man. Don't light anything, man. There's so much gas in here, I'll explode. <laughs> if somebody dude if you light a pilot in here i'm gonna you can stick a fork in my ass buddy i'll be done oh <laughs> let's go to our last story this is coming from wfaa.com and buck this story you actually found the the written story i had sent you a video uh, this is. I actually sent you the dash cam video of this because we almost. Were, oh yeah. We were almost going to do a um a, a special ep- video episode for this on our YouTube channel, uh, but unfortunately we were beat to it by fucking everybody. Uh, oh yeah, man. The civil rights right off the heel. If of you want, if you want right to see off the heel of a fucking turd. If you want to see the uh, the video of this, look up uh, on YouTube the civil rights lawyer. Uh, he's based out of West Virginia, and he actually did a pretty big thing on this one. Uh, you can also look up Steve Lato. He's done another one on there, but I don't think he had the footage. I know the civil rights lawyer did. Uh, Dallas officer terminated after failing to help driver in fiery crash following brief chase. A Dallas officer has been fired and another suspended after an incident in May, which two which the two failed to help a driver that got into a fiery crash following a brief chase. Uh, Dallas police on Wednesday announced the firing of senior corporal Leonard Anderson and 30 day suspension of Darren Robertson, whom Anderson was training at the time. Police chief Eddie Garcia said he was embarrassed and outraged by the officer's actions on May 13th when the incident occurred. Dash cam video attained by WFAA showed the two officers spotting a vehicle leaving a convenience store with its headlights off. The officers turned on their lights and siren and attempted to pull over the vehicle in question. The driver did not stop and proceeded to take off at a high rate of speed, leading to a brief chase, according to police. However, uh, per department policy, the officers quickly broke off the pursuit because the officer, um, I'm sorry, but the driver wasn't wanted or wasn't wanted for or being pulled over for a violent felony offense. Uh, the issue happened immediately after the officers turned off their lights. The dash cam video from the officer's camera shows the vehicle they were chasing along Martin Luther King Boulevard jumped a curb and crashed into the side of the road. Additional security... My mouse just went crazy. Additional security videos showed the driver blew through a stop sign and swerved to avoid a pedestrian before losing control. 19 seconds later, the same security video shows the officer's car approach the intersection where the car happened... I'm where the crash happened and then leave the scene. Other people who witnessed the crash helped rescue the driver after the victim. Wait, what? Oh yeah. So they, they changed. You just repeat that last line because I missed this story this week. Additional security video showed the driver blow through a stop sign and swerve to avoid a pedestrian before losing control. 19 seconds later, the same security video showed the officer's car approach the intersection where the crash happened and then leave the scene. Other people who witnessed a crash helped the driver after the victim became in, uh, victi- after the vehicle became engulfed in flames. The Dallas Police Department w- uh, also acknowledged the two officers did not stop to help the crash victim. Although the uh, audio from the officer's dash cam video, Andersons and Robertson can be heard talking to each other about the crash as t- Anderson was driving at the time. Did you see that? It's not like they could have missed it. No. Did you see that? Robertson asked. That's his fault, Anderson replied. Uh, 
when addressing the incident nearly two weeks later, Garcia said the two officers the two officers returned to the crash scene after they learned the vehicle had caught fire. Body camera footage attained by WFAA showed the officers arriving at the scene and asking a group of people nearby about the victim. The group was angry and aware the officers had been chasing the victim prior to the crash. They were chasing him when he hit the tree, and they turned off their lights and turned, one of the people told the officers. Uh, Dallas Fire Rescue also responded and offered CPR to the victim. The victim survived, but details on the injuries were not released. Chief Garcia said he was appalled by the officer's action and uh, commended the citizens who helped the crash victim. I'm embarrassed for the men and women of this department. This is not what we stand for. Those citizens did an admirable job, and they uh, did the job that our officers should have done. Garcia said the officers uh, wouldn't face criminal charges for the incident. The officers were placed on administrative leave in May, and about six months later, they received their disciplinary, uh, following a disciplinary hearing from Garcia on Wednesday. So they are literally chasing this cat. He crashes, and they say, nope. They turn their their lights off and turn right and leave. (laughs) I mean, it's in the dash. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that I've been like, in uniform, working on something, and I see something that I do not want to get involved in, and I'm like, you know what? No, not today. But there's still that little thing. It's called a conscience when you're like, there goes my day. There goes whatever I was working on. And you go do the right thing. These guys actually incited this to happen. And they're like, oh, yeah, fuck that. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, what's to say that the person driving the car, you know, didn't start having something happen to them? Could have been a medical thing, sure. They could have had a panic yeah. attack. Unlikely, but away. positive. But un- unlikely, but, sure. but possible. I mean, but we don't um, know. But, and you know what? Those guys, they would have known if they would If they, they would have stopped checked. And you know what? That car caught fire before they, they did anything about it, man. Like, like what could have happened... What's now? This wow. was in Georgia, right? Uh, I gotta look again. I think so. Uh, no, Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Oh wow. Okay. It doesn't even have the excuse of being Florida adjacent. <laughs> nope. Now, now, so here's here's the. But then again, here here is in, in Texas do not have a good like track record this year. They don't. And here's the most. And I'm not saying all, ta- all Texas cops. Texas is huge. And I'm sure that there are great law enforcement professionals out there. Here, here's the but disgusting They're not the ones thing. making the news. The Supreme Court has actually ruled the police do not have a duty to protect you. They do not. That's true. Uh, and, you know, it, you want to know why cops have a bad name? It's because of this. It's because of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God damn. You, you see it happen. You see somebody crash and you're like, yeah, not my problem. <laughs> I just wanted to write him a ticket for... I wanted to show this rookie how to write a ticket for a headlight violation, not deal with a you crash investigation. But there is a whole element of not my responsibility that goes on in the law enforcement world. More in the past couple of years with the whole, uh, you know, defund the police movements and things like that, where they're like, you know, we're not responding to anything except service calls. We're not getting involved in whatever. I stopped because I was first on scene to a, a, an individual... It wasn't like a DUI or anything. An individual, a driver, lost control of their vehicle. Actually, the, their steering in their vehicle became disconnected. 
they lost control of the vehicle. Thankfully, they still had brakes, but and they stopped their vehicle before it caused a collision, but they drove into oncoming traffic and they were not able to get their vehicle removed from the roadway. We, we, I, I stopped because I, I saw the thing happen. Now, on my vehicle, I don't have emergency lights and whatnot. In fact, I was on my way home from something personal. So I get out of my vehicle. I called, uh, I called our, our local dispatcher, and I'm like, hey, could you get me a record started over this way and advise you know, PD that I'm on scene, ask, ask for fire police to come out and help to control the, the situation. In the meantime, a, a a police department, it's where the accident took place was right between two different jurisdictions. And one of those jurisdictions comes by and they see me there with no emergency lights, with no flags, no flashers, no no wand. I'm out there literally with a flashlight, not even a reflective vest, out there trying to direct traffic around this. And they looked at me and they're like, oh. We got an off-duty officer there. Obviously, he's got it in hand. We're not even going to stop and activate our lights to, to create a safe situation. And I looked at him, and I'm going, these are people that I'm supposed to, you know, these are supposed to be my colleagues and friends and whatnot, and, and they can't, for safety's sake, stop to render aid because it's not their job. Yeah. You know what? And that's I a mean... situation where literally, did they have an obligation to? No, but was it the right thing to do to just pull over and, and turn on the red and blues for two minutes until the other department could get there? Absolutely. That would have been the right thing to do. And we had it out after the fact. But in this situation, no excuse. Like they initiated a traffic stop. It didn't go their way. And they're like, okay, he didn't pull over. And we had to discontinue the pursuit. So obviously this is now a separate incident. Bye. <laughs> Toodles. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, I that just that like people, they're not doing anything for people's confidence in the police for sure. No, that's <laughs> you're right. That is very bad from a public relations standpoint, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just just really, really horrible. But you know what? At least, at least the hammer of justice will fall down upon them with these suspensions. Well, no, one was terminated, and the rookie was suspended for not speaking up. So the the the, the, oh, the corporal you know got what? terminated, and the rookie got a thirty day suspension. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with that, I'm... but I think that there's some there should have been something more severe as a sanction. I, I'd have to look at it and think. There, I, I think that there should be some kind of prosecutory action that should be, but but I'm not sure. Without knowing the totality, uh, the, the totality of the circumstance, just the fact that this field training officer abandoned a scene like that, I think it merits more than the loss of his job. Well, I'm just happy that the fact that he won't be training any more any more fucking people. Boom. Like, like that guy will no longer be responsible for training brand new law enforcement officials to be like him. Well, not only that, and back in the day, I can't tell you how many just crazy off the wall things that would never be tolerated today. These things that I would hear come out of veteran officers' mouths, like what the what the practices used to be twenty five years ago, but. 
I think that the that this that this trainee deserved some sanction. Also, he he needed to have the suspension because if you're going to be in law enforcement, you need to be a Type A assertive person. And when you see something wrong, you got to say something. And even though this is his supervisor in an FTO capacity, he needed to be able to say, "Dude, that ain't right. We need to stop and help those people." And the fact that he didn't speak up, he needs to be sanctioned. Absolutely. All right, folks, that's going to bring us to an end to another episode of the Social Liability Podcast. We'd like to remind you that we do have a second show that Buck hosts called The Subcockles of Reddit. And uh, our episode that comes out on Wednesdays, Squatch is joining us for that episode as well. Um, thank you, Squatch, for joining us. I know the audio is not perfect on this episode, but it was done on the fly. And we had an opportunity because we've, we've talked about Squatch so goddamn much on this show. And he's only been on once before. Uh, so we took the opportunity. So thank you for bearing with us on that end. For uh, for my co-hosts today, I am the Raz. They are the Buck and the Squatch. Wishing you all a happy and safe week. And we'll catch you on the next episode of the Social Liability Podcast.